0: hello there and welcome to another episode of thought architecture i'm your host justin and let's dive into how we construct our thinking and i for this episode i'm doing a new series which i call flip the script where we change the narratives and we look at alternative perspectives on particular ideas okay so what i've decided to do is do deep dives into certain movies or uh, public narratives of people um, and so in today's episode, we're going through the 2003 film starring Tommy Lee Jones and Benicio del Toro called The Hunted. As some men should not be found. So this is quite interesting because I was coming up with this concept because a few friends have told me, Oh, Justin, we come to you for alternative perspectives to get out of thoughts, patterns and loops to see alternative ways of viewing a particular situation. And so I thought it would be fun to do something like this. So the hunted let's talk about this all right let me read you what imdb says the storyline of the hunted is to give you a little bit of background which is quite interesting okay after a spate of grisly murders performed in an almost ritualistic way the experienced survival expert and former military instructor lt bonham who is tommy Lee jones is summoned to track down the elusive and shockingly familiar character killer one of his best pupils, Aaron Hallam, who is Benicio del hold holed up in the wet and tangled wilderness of Argon's Silver Falls State Park. Aaron, now a tormented and delusional killing machine, will soon come face to face with his grizzled mentor in a no-holds-barred hand-to-hand combat. Suddenly, age, experience, strength, and the feral will to survive blur the line between the hunter and his prey. Now, who is the hunted? And I mean, wow, could we get any more Hollywood than this? This just sounds ridiculous. Now, the way that the movie is framed, it's actually very interesting. The movie is framed as Tommy Lee Jones just wants to be left alone. Tommy Lee Jones spent many, many, many years helping people, training up the military. And this guy now is just gone, you know, off the reservation. He has started killing people. Benicio Del Toro is framed as the bad guy. The movie ends, obviously surprise surprise the bad guy is defeated congratulations tommy lee jones you have now made the world a safer place okay except except let's get let's get into the details of this couple of things tommy Lee jones is actually the bad guy of the film and benicio del turo technically is the good guy of the film despite the murders we can we can actually talk about this now Does this mean that the events should not have happened the way that they happened? No. Okay. In the movie, Benicio del Toro basically kills a lot of people. He does. A lot of people. Innocent, not innocent, that's not for you or me to necessarily decide. But Benicio del Toro, in this, his character, literally goes around killing people. Doesn't give them a chance, doesn't knock them out or something like that. Murders. Straight up murders. People who don't need to be murdered. Okay. Cool. All right. So he needs to be stopped. In our society, when we have rogue elements running around doing whatever they want, regardless of right or wrong, the fact is, is that the community at large, the larger social structure, needs that person to stop or to be stopped. Okay, That's important. We need peace. Um, at what cost, for sure, but we do need peace. So in this case, this is one man running around killing people. Yeah, we need to, we need to stop him from killing people. That's important. Okay. Okay. Um, There are larger systems that we need to stop as well, but that's another discussion. So let's go into this. Tommy Lee Jones technically is the bad guy. Why? What does he do exactly that makes him the bad guy? Well, for number one, he trains people like Benicio Del Toro how to kill, how to survive, how to outthink, how to do this, how to do that. So you can say, well, he's just a teacher for sure. But he also kills, sorry, he also teaches these people killing skills without qualifying if these people are actually good or bad people. And... Where do, we, where do we sit with this? Well, maybe, maybe it's, come on, Justin. It's not my circus, not my monkeys. Come on, he's just, he's working for a paycheck. You know, he's teaching people his wilderness skills, his survival skills, his killing skills. Like, since when is a survivalist the best person to go to for knife training, hand-to-hand combat? Like, really? I, I, I don't see those two areas crossing, but fine, Tommy Lee Jones is that, that go-between. But he's literally telling people how to kill someone Incredibly fast without qualifying if these people are actually going to use it or if they're psychologically sound. So, straight away, the narrative goes against him, in my opinion, because if he were an ethical person, would he be doing this? If he were a person of morals and values, would he be doing this? Okay, he would be teaching people, but maybe te- teaching protectors rather than killers. Okay, fine, but we can ignore that one for now. So, let's go through the movie. Basically, within the movie, we are we are shown, we are told that Benicio Del Toro's character has sent letters to Tommy Lee Jones, sent letters saying, I'm starting to hear voices, please help me, you're the closest thing that I know to a father, please write back. Multiple, multiple letters where Benicio Del Toro's character is pleading for some kind of advice, guidance, assistance, support. And now, is this considered weak or is this considered strong? If you reach out for support because you know you're going through some, some difficult stuff, is that a bad thing or a good thing? And the movie kind of frames it as, oh, look at him. He's psycho. <laughs> Meanwhile, actually, when you think about it, this is how humans work. If I can't reach something on the top shelf, I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to ask for support. I'm going to ask for solutions. If I don't know how to solve my own problems, I'm going to ask for help. Hey, do you know how to solve this problem? Like I'm not somehow making it not my responsibility, but I'm saying, where's the guidance? Where's the assistance? Where's the support? Okay, support structures, social structures. If you don't have them, may I may I highly recommend that you start thinking about how you need support and making sure that when, when the... The poop hits the fan <clears throat> that you are going to be supported. So we've got Exhibit A. A Benicio Del Toro reaches out to Tommy Lee Jones and he ignores his pleas for any kind of guidance, support or help. Okay, number one. Number two, what is Tommy Lee Jones with this? First of all, he doesn't respond, of course, but he does not tell his superiors. He does not run it up the supposed hierarchy, the food chain. As it were he does nothing with this information as a matter of fact he buries it he buries this information which is a point against those who say that emotional intelligence social intelligence is actually you know um uh somehow being overly sensitive like if you are recognizing if you're aware that someone is emotionally vulnerable You've got nothing to do for it because your skills aren't that developed. That's fine, but then pass on that information, share that information. It is your responsibility. I went through child protection training when I was in the UK. Uh, sometimes I had to teach kids that were under 18 in my classrooms, and we were taught how to identify kids in need. And more to the point, is we were told like you do not, if you have any inkling that there is something going on, you run it up the food chain to someone who's much more qualified to handle that than you. So, Tommy Lee Jones does not do this so we've got first of all we've got neglect it's negligent on his part to ignore all of these okay and then we also get a little bit of signal from Benicio del Toro where um, he meets up with an ex of his that knows that he's off the reservation but still allows him into her house and around her child okay so first of all We've seen Benicio Del Toro's character actually ask for help from someone that he considers to be a mentor, a father figure, which is important. Okay, And in his writings, he shows how he's conflicted, like he doesn't want to kill people, but he's being made to kill people by the government that he has pledged to serve, etc. So, you know, that's also a problem. But we see his interactions with the little girl. He actually is very gentle with the little girl. He teaches her how to read tracks. He teaches her um, to look at uh, squirrel tracks and to read that the squirrel was actually running, not walking, and things like that because the track pattern is different. And so it's actually very interesting to see him. He is a good man, he is a gentle man as well. He looks up to people, he has a lot of love in his heart. And he's put in an extreme situation where he's asked to kill people, where he's asked to do horrible things in brutal environments. And the result of that is that he's now suffering from PTSD. Easily. Anyone could see that. Perhaps a schizophrenic break as well um, that's going on in his mind. So there's a lot that's happening. Plus, you put onto that the pressure of he doesn't want to do this stuff anymore. And literally, in the movie... He's told that he can't be prosecuted, he can't be arrested because he actually has too much classified information in his head and because of the missions that he's run he's, as an assassin for you know this particular segment of the government. And so um, he knows that he's going to be murdered if they bring him in. So you put all of that together into a big mixing pot and what you have is Benicio del Toro's character is a victim. A victim of circumstance, a victim of poor structural support for emotional needs, emotional damage. And so coming through all of this, we see Tommy Lee Jones is really his only link to civilization that can do anything about this and does nothing. As a matter of fact, does more than nothing. He then comes out and starts hunting his protege, starts hunting a person who looks up to him as a father. So you can imagine the betrayal that Benicio Del Toro feels and eventually it gets to the end where it's like this hand-to-hand knife combat fight where, of course, the good guy wins, the bad guy loses, but in a brutal fashion and, you know, is killed. So imagine looking up to someone as your mentor. Then they start hunting you and more to the point, you know, there's a scene where he's looking at his at him in the eyes when he drives a knife through him and realizing that you've put your faith in someone that you should never have put your faith in. Now, who is responsible in, the, in, in this circumstance? Like, that's a big deal. So, Tommy Lee Jones, in that, did not inspire any kind of heroism, you know, any feelings of like, oh my gosh, this guy is great. You know, he's on the side of right. You know, he, he doesn't want to be brought into this conflict. And from my side of things, what it looks like to me is that because he knows that he's responsible for it. And he knows that he messed up. And he knows all of these things, but he doesn't share them. He doesn't communicate these things, you know. A lot of this could have easily been overcome by actually having a, <clears throat> a transparent communication with Benicio Del Toro's character. So in part of Flip the Script is actually looking at how people are emotionally unhealthy how that, how that then creates a narrative that then reinforces unhealthy people and unhealthy perspectives as well. But then what would I do? What would I say would, would have been a better solution in these, in these types of cases? Well, how about this? How about <clears throat> Tommy Lee Jones' character actually then decides to take responsibility for his actions, finds Benicio Del Toro's character, puts him at the mercy, shows vulnerability and trust by putting down his knife, sitting down, on the floor, assuming a non-threatening position at a distance that the person is comfortable with and opens a dialogue, starting with the blame, the responsibility is mine. I am sorry that you are here. It is my fault. I apologize for this. You are in this situation because I created it. I created you to be a killer, put you on this track. You also had freedom and choices, but you also had zero support from me in your freedom and in your choices. And in that zero support, it obviously escalated everything. And right now, the situation is also being escalated. So how do I de-escalate the situation? How do I de-escalate the situation? This this man just wants to be left alone, but he's being hunted by the government. So why not run it up the food chain and have a conversation about him just being left alone? How could we use this as a situation to transform Benicio Del Toro's damaged character, from a liability into an asset what would it take to transform him from a liability into an asset those are the types of questions that i would ask because this man is highly skilled he has highly classified information but if you can bring him back from this mental trauma give him the help that he needs in a government facility where the classified information is not such a big deal you know but you help him get better and then he sees you not as the enemy or someone to be hunt to, uh, to extinguish because they're hunting him, but as someone who is actually assisting in times of need, and providing all that support and structure to allow this person to regain their sense of agency, their sense of community, their sense of security, um, you know, that they're accepted warts and all by a certain group of people, which allows them to feel even stronger bonds of community, and then. And then what? Well, then you could put this person to work, not necessarily hunting and killing people, but in still teaching the skills that they're passionate about, like the survival, the wo- the warcraft, the wilderness stuff, you know? I say the w- warcraft, sorry. <laughs> craft. you know, the stuff that this person is exceedingly good at, they can now educate others in that. For the government, not for the government, private, it doesn't matter. But the idea is that now this person now is a... Upstanding member of society again. Hey, good for the government because now this person is paying taxes again and adding and contributing to all kinds of skill development. You know, hell, this person could even be a speaker then for their entire thing, making sure that um, people are psychologically healthy before they get admitted into these types of programs. You know, just a thought, but... That's just my two cents, and that's just me flipping the script for a few minutes. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Flip the Script. Many more to come. I've got a couple of movies in mind, but if there's any movies that you think that the narrative is terrible on, uh, send them to me. You know, if they're my type of movie, I'll absolutely talk about them. If they're not my type of movie, who knows? Maybe on movie night with my wife, I might give it a chance, but, uh, you know, to be quite frank, I I know the movies that I enjoy, and those are the movies that I enjoy, and uh, I don't mind... Waving that flag, sometimes they're just absolute nonsense, you know, and I like that. Fast and Furious, you know, love it, love it, it's absolute nonsense, but, you know, it's a good popcorn movie. So, anyway, <laughs> I have friends that are literally like, you know, recoiling in horror as I say this, but uh, never mind. So, uh, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of uh, Thought Architecture, of uh, a little mini-series called Flip the Script. Uh, I will see you in the next one. And I've been Justin. If you've consumed this on Spotify or iTunes, please be sure to leave us a a review, a comment. Uh, Let me know what you thought. Um, Please support uh, the channel if you're watching this on YouTube. I would love uh, a like, a subscribe, a comment. Any kind of interaction like this obviously fuels... Um, more episodes to come out. So if you've enjoyed this, please consider that your contribution is absolutely golden fuel for it. And more to the point is, if you found it interesting, like share it with someone. Share it with someone. Start a conversation. Like, what do you think about this? What movies would you do? You know, use this as a way um, to engage socially with people. It's a big deal. All right. Well, that's all the time I have. Uh, Love you, miss you. We'll speak to you later. I've been Justin, Thought Architecture. Ciao, ciao. Enjoy.